I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Welcome to episode 43. This is spring break week for my family, and so I have a couple days of work this week, and the rest of the week I'm going to be having adventures with the kids. We actually have a couple different ski locations near us about an hour's drive, and this past weekend we took the kids up for lessons at one of them, and not only was it the most beautiful drive through the mountains to get there, but the kids had so much fun and really embraced the potential fun of learning a new skill. And it was really fun to watch them have that experience and really enjoy developing a new hobby and new skills. I had kind of joked before that Our kids kind of hate skiing. We've put them in lessons before and they've never enjoyed it. So this was the first time that they have. And so now it's like we've got real Colorado kids. I feel like I'm doing something right. So I wanted to come to you this week, steal a few moments during spring break to record this and share with you something that I'm known for among my one-on-one clients, and that is simplifying everything. I have a couple clients who every single time we talk, they tell me that I make everything seem so simple. And the reason that I do that is because they are so simple. Everything about our business is very simple, and our brain loves to overcomplicate it to make us feel overwhelmed. I think probably the number one feeling that many of my clients feel when they first come to me is overwhelm. They see all of the different things that you could potentially be doing to grow your business and they feel like they have to do all of them and they have to master all of them before they can be successful and it's really overwhelming. The really positive thing, happy thing, is that it's not true. You don't have to master everything to be successful in your business. This can actually be so simple. So today I'm going to be talking to you about seven things to simplify in your business to become more successful. If you are feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling stuck, if you're looking at a crazy to-do list or schedule and it's holding you back, this episode is going to be so good for you. So let's dive into this. The first thing that you need to simplify in your business to become more successful is your business. (laughs) And I said here, your businesses. Because a lot of you have multiple businesses and I just really feel passionately that the more businesses you have, the more diluted your message becomes and people have no idea what you actually do, 
or how you could possibly help them, it's really confusing. Because what you want to remember with all of this is on social media, your audience is not seeing everything you post. They are probably seeing maybe 10% of what you post. I've heard that 10% of your audience sees each post you put out there. And I've also heard it takes seeing something 16 times before somebody will say yes. So if you think about those numbers, if it takes them 16 times to get to the decision point of understanding what you do and how it relates to them and considering it for themselves, and if they're only seeing one out of 10 of all of your posts, you can understand why if they're only seeing some of your posts, they don't really understand what you're doing. They may not even realize what business you actually have. I mean, they might be asking, are you still doing that thing that you were doing last year? And it can also seem flaky. And it can also bring up questions of, are you successful? And I see this most with coaches who have multiple different businesses. And I'm not talking about businesses that are related to what they're doing or like different offers or those kinds of things. I'm talking about multiple wildly different businesses that kind of call into question how successful you are with each one. And it's almost like, would you take your dog to the vet or would you take your dog to the vet who also makes candles, who also plays in a band, who also has a network marketing company and is a photographer? Like you might be like, "Mm, I think I'm going to go to the one that's the vet full time and that's like their number one focus and they're all in on that. So really think about multiple businesses can be confusing. So if you're determined to have more than one business, how are you going to approach that? How are you going to make that not confusing? How are you going to bring everything that you do under a clear umbrella? And really, I want you to consider simplifying down to just one thing if possible. Not to say if you're starting a new business that you can't have multiple streams of income. I absolutely did, but I only promoted and talked about one. Okay, so simplify your businesses. The next thing to simplify is your offer. So similar to promoting multiple businesses, promoting multiple different kinds of offers all of the time is confusing. It takes someone seeing something a lot of times before they buy, like we said. And if you have ever been on the receiving end of this, you might notice that you go through a progression. This is how I notice I go through a progression as I'm being advertised to. So I see the offer I see it for the first time, I don't necessarily consider it. I'm just aware of it. And then I see it a couple other times. Eventually, my curiosity is piqued and I want to see more information. But I'm still not really sure if it's for me. After that, I keep seeing it. I keep seeing more reasons why 
it might be for me. And then I finally get to this point where I've been warmed up so much, I pull the trigger and buy. So you might have gone through this process too. It might be a little slower or a little faster, but there is a warming up process to a person and to their offers that get you to this point of saying yes. And sometimes when there's multiple different offers being talked about, it can actually cool someone down instead of keep warming them up towards saying yes. So that's one reason to simplify your offer and just be offering one thing at a time and be really clear about what you're offering. It's also easier for you to have a simple offer. So this is something that I talk about a lot with my clients who do like social media management, virtual assisting, that kind of thing. They will a lot of times quote an hourly rate. And when I think about hiring those roles, I have no idea how many hours I need them for. I have an idea of the tasks, but I don't know how long that's going to take them. So I really encourage you, if you have that type of business, to consider having a package. And if you're a coach too, like you should not be charging by the hour and that kind of thing. Put together a package that is easy for someone to understand and direct the package around the results they are going to get. So are they going to have their social media managed for a month? You really want to think about the result that they're going to be getting from working with you and building your offer around that in a package and keep it really simple. When you're on a sales call, you'll want to have that in front of you to remind you so you don't accidentally say the wrong thing or not know your offer. This will make it so much easier for you and your potential client. The third thing to simplify in your business is your marketing. You don't need to be everywhere all the time, especially at first in your your business. When I first started my business, I tried to be doing all of these different things. And as you know, if you've heard my story, it was not successful at first when I was trying to do everything all at once and be everywhere. I would much rather see you pick one or two places to go really deep. Maybe Facebook is your place. Maybe Instagram is your place. Maybe LinkedIn is your place. Really master that technique and that way of marketing at first. And then you can add on more skills as you're ready. This is the same kind of process that you would go through for learning everything. It's the same thing that my kids did with skiing. First, they learn how to get the skis on and stay upright with the skis on their feet. Then they learn how to kind of shuffle forward on a flat surface. Then they learn how to do the pizza wedge down a hill. Then they learn how to turn. Each of those skills builds on the last skill. And it's exactly the same with your marketing. You want to master one before you try to do the other. Otherwise, it's so overwhelming to try to be learning a million different new skills all at once. If you're new in business, 
I suggest that you focus on a few things in your marketing at first. Building relationships, bringing value to the world, and making offers to help. It's really that simple, and it can be done in networking groups, it can be done in Facebook groups, it can be done in Facebook Lives, it can be happening on Instagram, in LinkedIn, wherever you are, you can be focusing on these three things in your marketing to grow your business. Thing number four is your message. So with your message, you want to be really clear. I love writing. I love being witty and clever and I love puns. (laughs) So when I was first getting into business, I used to be way, way too clever in my message and nobody knew what the hell I was talking about. (laughs) It's kind of funny to think back at how I thought I was being creative and cute and really I was just being confusing and confusing and unclear. So I want you to think about how you might be doing that as well. I think sometimes we feel like our message is boring and we have to spice it up somehow and you really don't have to spice it up at all. Like I said earlier, people can get confused really easily. They're not really seeing most of what you're posting anyway. So if it's really clear and really simple, there's the highest probability that they're going to understand it enough to say yes and to consider it for themselves. So really think about your message. How can you help them? What do they need to do next? How can they know this is right for them? I once heard from another coach this statement, which I told a client recently and I was like, I would never say this in public, but here I am putting it on my podcast. But I think that it is just so stunning (laughs) and attention-getting that it is going to embed itself in your brain and it's going to help you remember this concept. So this came from Sarah Dan. She's another coach out there in the world. She has a much more blunt style than I do. And she said, people are selfish, stupid, and lazy. And when I first heard that, I was like, (gasps) I love people. How dare you say that about people? But I think it allows you to remember three really important things when you're creating content and making offers and putting your message out there in the world. People want to know what's in it for them. People are not going to be doing a lot of hard mental work to figure out what you're talking about. And people need things to be very simple and easy to understand and easy to follow. So you need to make it really clear what's in it for them. You need to make it really clear why they need it. And you need to make it really clear how they can say yes, what, how to sign up, what their next step is, and strip away everything else. Because nothing else matters besides answering those questions for them and building that connection with them. All right. The next thing you need to simplify, thing number five, is your time. So you need to look at your to-do list and you need to keep it very, very simple. 
you need to make sure it's really specific. And the same thing with your calendar. It needs to be simple and specific. So I see this a lot with my clients that they have this mental list or maybe physical list of all of these things that they need to do. I was just chatting with a one-on-one client about this today. She was saying, I need to create all of these processes in my business before I can hire an assistant to help me. So I was like, okay, great. Let's go through and figure out all of those processes that you need to create, that we need to identify. So we walked through the whole process from starting a conversation with a potential client all the way to what she does to get a testimonial at the very end when she's finished her work with that client. And she realized, oh, there's not that many processes in between. It's really simple. There's actually not that many things in there. And she realized that she had built up creating processes in her business as being this massive task and had been putting it off for months. And that had been holding her back from hiring somebody. And all of this had been holding her back from growing her business to the next level. So a lot of times... Things on our list that we are putting off are not specific enough for us to actually be able to take action on them. So then they make us overwhelmed. They take over our time because we have all this drama about the things that we still need to do instead of just simplifying and getting things done. Another way to simplify your time is to not multitask. So... There's a couple different ways to look at this. I'm definitely one of those people who's tempted to multitask. But I want you to think about eliminating times in your life where you're trying to do multiple things that require the same kind of brain work at the same time. So when I'm recording my podcast, for instance, I am not also checking my email. I'm not also interacting in my Facebook group. I'm right here recording my podcast, and that's all. I'm reading my notes. I'm talking into the mic. That's all. I'm not checking my texts or anything like that during this time. Those would very much be considered multitasking, and you would probably be able to tell it in the recording if I was multitasking because I would start not making sense. (laughs) Whatever I was saying would be kind of gibberish because my mind wouldn't be all the way there. And I'm sure you've experienced this. You've either been the one doing it or been the one receiving it, trying to talk to somebody who's looking at their phone and texting and that kind of thing while you're talking. You can just tell they're not all there. So that's what I talk about when I say don't multitask. Don't try to be fully mentally present for more than one thing at a time. Also, don't waste time on things that don't matter. This can be true in your business, in your personal life. There's so many ways that this can be manifesting in your life. And to simplify your time, you absolutely have to eliminate those things. One of them, Facebook scrolling during business time. That does not serve a purpose. That does not matter. If that's how you want to spend your free time, that is totally okay. But when you're there to work, 
Do not waste time on things that do not matter. It will be the biggest time suck and it's going to make you so overwhelmed, less productive, and so much more frustrated. Also, to simplify your time, you absolutely have to give yourself downtime to recharge. You cannot be working all of the time. You will become less and less productive if you are not giving yourself time to recharge, unplug, chill out, you know, take time for yourself to not think about working. One final thought for simplifying your time is to have some non-negotiables in your time. So in my calendar, there are some non-negotiables. Each week recording my podcast is a non-negotiable. Taking my children to school and picking them up is a (laughs) non-negotiable. That has to happen. My coaching sessions are non-negotiables. In the evening, I have family time. That is a non-negotiable. I have a few meetings for my volunteer obligations. Those are non-negotiables. So the things that we put in our calendar that we cannot reschedule. If an emergency comes up or something like that, of course, you can. You know, you can move things around. But having things where you're not going to debate with yourself, you're not going to consider if you're going to follow through or not, these are things that you are going to follow through on is a great way to simplify your time. All right, the sixth thing to simplify is your education. Stop the freebie madness. (laughs) Stop buying every course you come across. Stop getting into everybody's funnel. Narrow the number of voices that you are listening to. So, For every question out there about growing a business, and then for every answer to each of those questions, you will find an expert who says their way is the way. There are so many different opinions out there that if you are trying to follow everyone, you are going to be so overwhelmed and so confused because there is no possible way to follow every business coach, marketing expert, online business guru out there who is making a lot of money and being very successful. They all have really valid points, really legitimate approaches, but you cannot follow every single one. So stop the madness, really narrow the voices you listen to. I have just a few that I fully listen to and follow what they say. I have a handful of others that I listen to kind of for entertainment, inspiration, ideas, that kind of thing. Um, But I don't try to implement every single thing that all of them say. I really focus on listening to the advice and the direction from people I have paid to coach me. So really narrow down the guides that you have And invest only in what you really need versus distractions and shiny objects. And the truth is you probably have almost everything that you need right now already. Another little point here is to actually use what you have. (laughs) So a lot of us out there are buying a lot of courses that we are not using. So think about 
how can I use what I actually have? I have a membership, a monthly membership group. And what I've noticed watching women go through this membership is that most of the people in there are only using about 20% of what is in there. My um, software shows me how much people are consuming and I can see that people are not using all of what is given to them. They're not using all of what they could be to be growing their businesses. So sometimes we buy courses and not all of it's relevant to us. I totally get that. But actually think about how can you use what you have? How can you invest in those voices that you've decided you're going to listen to and really narrow that focus in? The final area to simplify to become more successful in your business is your thinking. There's a couple ways to do this. The first is to become aware of what you're thinking. And you've probably heard me say this before, but journaling is the best way to get awareness about what you are thinking. So pull out a piece of paper each day, fill it with everything stream of consciousness in your mind, including your grocery list or whatever else is in there. Dump it out so you can have awareness of what you're telling yourself on a daily basis and then question everything. I also encourage you to be coached. I think a lot of times there's thoughts that we're accepting as truth and if we're not getting coached on them, we're never able to see those blind spots and grow. I also encourage you to focus on thoughts that are useful in some way. There are a lot of thoughts we think that's only use is to make us miserable. There are thoughts we keep telling ourselves and then we feel like crap and nothing else happens. Nothing useful happens. We can think anything we want to think. This is the most amazing thing about our brain. We can think anything. We can make something mean anything we want it to mean. There's not some like real truth that you're a terrible person that you should be believing instead of believing that you actually could be successful and that you have value to offer the world. Which one do you think is going to lead to a better result? So question those thoughts and focus on thinking thoughts that are going to be useful to you in some way. Final thought about simplifying your thinking is to make decisions quickly. There's nothing more uncomfortable and overwhelming than having a bunch of decisions that you haven't made hanging over your head. Make decisions quickly, commit to them, and have your own back to prove that you made the right decision. All right, those are the seven things that you need to simplify in your business to become more successful. Have an amazing rest of your week. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. 
It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com, M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.